Thank you for listening to a Praise Chapel Kingman podcast. If you need any information about our church, or if you'd like to give online, please visit us at praisechapelkingman.com. Moving. There's a young guy in high school uh, that befriended someone in a wheelchair, and it was one of these old wheelchairs, and this young guy in school could hardly get around because it was very hard for him in his condition to make that wheelchair go. And so this young guy worked and saved his money and bought a wheelchair, electric wheelchair, for that young man so they could get around. I thought, what a wonderful thing to do. How many think that would be wonderful? You know, in life, there are arenas. And I want to minister tonight on the arena of God. There are arenas where things are happening. I went through uh, Wickenburg just the other day. I had to go to Phoenix, and they were having a rodeo. But how many knows to have a rodeo, you got to have a place to do it, an arena to perform in. And I've seen hundreds and thousands of people gathered there. And all the horses were gathered there and all the animals. And they were having a great time because there was an arena to where they could come and enjoy what they really loved to do. If you've ever went to a baseball game, there's an arena. How many knows that? There's a place where they go where people can sit and scream their head off as they watch the Diamondbacks play baseball. And so all around the world, they build an arena, whether it's a soccer field or whatever it is. I want to talk about the arena of God. How many knows there's a place where God dwells? Not only in our hearts, but there is a physical or a place where you and I can be where the presence of God is real. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 61, verse 3, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for their ashes, oil for the joy of mourning, and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called the trees of righteousness in the plain of the Lord, that he might be glorified. It's talking about something that God has for his people. This Sunday, we had phenomenal services and worship. How many was in the second service? Second service. The power of God fell. I mean, people were worshiping God. They were shouting. And, and the presence of God came because you and I created an arena where God dwells. The Bible said God dwells in the praise of his people. And so tonight, I want to minister on the greatest arena in all the world, and that's when God's people come together and praise and worship him. Psalm says in Psalms 22.3, you're a holy generation who inhabits the praises of Israel. It's talking about God. You're a holy God, and you inhabit the praise of Israel. In the book of Psalms, chapter 100, verse 4, enter into the, his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. You know, all around the world tonight, people are saying, if only I did that. Remember? If only I'd have bought that stock, I'd be a millionaire. Or if only I'd have bought that land, 
It's worth so much more. I could have made a lot of money if I bought that. And so people are always analyzing and thinking, if only I did that. You and I have the greatest privilege in all the world. And that's when we come together and be the family of God. That's what happened last Sunday. People came and people just forgot about what they were doing and they began to worship God and God came and we felt God come and begin to touch people in the Sunday services. What the world needs is the presence of God. <clears throat> what you and I need is the presence of God to create that arena where God dwells. <clears throat> you ever heard of the lost Dutchman mine? If you could find it, if it's real, would you go get it? Absolutely you would. If your rich uncle got out of the poorhouse and had money for you, you'd go see your rich uncle, even though he'd been living in the poorhouse. And so we're always looking for something that will satisfy. <clears throat> we want to be healed. We want to be blessed. We want all the spiritual benefits of being a Christian. And you and I can have those if we create an arena for God to dwell. <clears throat> In the Philippines, I was preaching a crusade. In San Jose, Occidental Medora, in the Philippines, it's an island. And I remember as I was preaching, people were worshiping God, and I noticed things were happening in the back, and I didn't know what it was. But what happened as those people began to worship God, God came and people started getting healed. Not because that I said you're going to get healed now, but when the arena was created, God came and needs were met. People get the right mind back. People get healed. Things happen when we have an arena where God will come and God will dwell. <clears throat> so if we know that's true, how many think that's true? How many believe the Bible's true? That God inhabits the praise of his people. So if that's true, Every time we gather together, our main objective is to create that arena. It's not a building. It's an arena that only can come when people praise and worship him. Now, we appreciate our building. We appreciate the chairs. We appreciate the music. But as we are worshiping God and as we sing and we begin to worship him and create that arena, then the word of God has more power. People's lives are changed and you and I enter into a destiny like we never dreamed was possible. God's pouring out his spirit. You say, oh, I hope he does it on me. Well, create an arena. If you want it, create it. And you create it by lifting up holy hands, shouting unto God with the voice of triumph, singing the songs of heaven. And as we do that, God comes and God moves and you and I, every need we have, if we enter into that arena, we can receive a miracle just because we are worshiping God. Shout unto God. 
clap your hands, make a joyful noise, but come to church like you did Sunday with the thing on your mind is, I'm gonna worship God. It doesn't matter what's happening or happened. It doesn't matter what I'm facing tomorrow. I need God to come. I need to be in his midst. And therefore, when I come to church, I'm gonna sing like I never sang before. I'm gonna praise like I never praised before. And I'm gonna be a part of the body of Christ to create this arena where lives are changed, miracles happen, and destiny takes place. Pastors, challenged us to invite somebody to church. And he said, if you'll do that next couple weeks, the place will be packed. Now that's a fact. That's not just saying something, that is a fact. That if you and I bring somebody and make an effort to bring them, we can fill this building. But if we don't bring somebody, it might not happen. Because when you know something and you know it's a fact, when you do that thing, then you receive the benefit of doing what you know you need to do. How many would like to see people come in our church? Maybe their mind's wasted. Maybe they've been on drugs. Maybe they're ready to end their life because life looks so horrible to them. Or maybe families are tore apart But how many would like to know that we would create an arena to where God comes and people are delivered and set free and miracles begin to happen, not because we pray for them, just the presence of God comes and when the presence of God comes, the devil's power is broken, lives are transformed, people get saved that maybe never would have got saved, people begin to get healed, and things begin to happen because you and I create an arena of praise. An arena. Now, you know what the problem with this whole thing is? If we don't praise God, we will not create the arena and we will not see what God wants to do. Now you say, but what if we get fanatical? (laughs) What if we get fanatical? I'll tell you what, I bet you when you go to a game or you women play bingo or wherever you did, you were a fanatic. How many knows that's true? And if they're going to call you a holy roller, you might as well be one. And you say, but what if we're praising God and we turn people off? How can you turn something off that's already turned off? What they need is a church to create an arena so when they're turned off and come in here, they feel the presence of God. They are set free. Miracles begin to happen because you and I create an arena where God dwells. He dwells in the praise of his people. He moves in the praise of his people. And things happen when you and I worship God. An arena. You know what, uh, I'll just pick something here. (laughs) You know what Chili's is? It's an arena where people come and eat and drink. That's what it is. Watch football. Watch football. 
Now I know what you like to do. Watch football. <laughs> but it's just an arena. It's more than a building. You can have a building, put the sign up, but if you don't offer something, it's just a building. The baseball is just a few months a year. But when the team's there in that arena, it becomes a baseball stadium. You can call it a stadium. You can say it's a stadium. It has the possibility to be a stadium. You can say there's bases there. There's chairs there. There's that roof that opens and shuts. But I want to tell you, until the team arrives, it's just a building. That's all it is. The church building is just a building. All this is is a building. But it's a building that says it's a church, right? And what makes a church is what? God dwelling there. And therefore, as we worship God, listen, if you were in that second service, you could just feel, I tell you, Pastor John could have whistled Dixie and God was moving. Because you create an arena. You begin to worship God. You begin to praise him. And I want to tell you, he, it's not just he preached a good sermon, but God's presence was here in a strong way like we hadn't seen in a long time. And you know, we've had words lately and in breakthrough and in our worship nights, God's been coming and we've been worshiping God. And I want to tell you, God's ready to do something tremendous. We're, we're going to have a great move of God and we're going to see things like we've never seen before. And if you really want it, Create that arena. Worship God. Sing the best you can sing, but sing. Lift your hands. Clap your hands. But come with one purpose only to church. Not only to hear a sermon, but that God has a place to come and God's going to dwell. Amen. You know what the problem with getting married is? There is a problem. Let me, let me explain it. Let me explain it. See your mind. Before you're married, you create an arena for that guy or that girl to want to be with you. Some of you guys brush your teeth every day to impress her. You didn't take just a bath on Friday. You took one every day. You wore deodorant. You ladies just didn't get out of bed and your hair looked like a mat. But you created an arena and got that thing all fluffy. You even pinstriped it sometimes. Because you created an arena to win that guy. That's true. Your car didn't look like a dump. You cleaned all the trash out, mister, to impress this woman. That if she married you, that car wouldn't be trashy again. Oh, how we deceived her. How we deceived her and how we deceived him. And you know we're laughing and we're just having a good time right now. But let me say something to you. We don't need to deceive the world. Hey, we don't need to deceive the world. We need to really have the presence of God every time we come in here. 
that when a sinner comes to the back door, they feel hope. They feel like there's an answer to their life. They just didn't come to some ritual, but they came to, in a group of people that had lifted their hands and praised God, and God was there. And when God comes, the tempter's power is broken. When God comes, sick bodies are healed. When God comes, people's minds are restored. And you and I have the ability and you and I have the opportunity that when we come to church this weekend to praise like we've never praised before. I asked somebody the other day, you ever danced before the Lord? They said, no, but I danced before the devil when I was drunk. Well, you danced with the wrong partner, didn't you? You ever got excited to ball game? Don't go with me, I'll embarrass you. I get excited at ball games. How about you? You ladies ever got excited because there's a sale? Black Friday, Good Friday, doesn't matter what, just as long as it's Friday, you can't get out of bed, but that day you're up at 3 a.m. getting all good looking to go to the sale. You know what I'm talking about? You guys, you want to sleep in, but let there be a gun show or, or a car show and you're jumping out of bed because that's what you want. So the question I'm asking all of us today, do we really want the presence of God? Do we really want him to come and dwell among us? Do we want his power in this service? Do we want Pastor John to preach better than he's ever preached with anointing like he didn't know he could have? If you and I want those things, we need to come to church with one thing on our mind, and that is we're going to create this arena where God said he will dwell. God cannot lie. He'll do what he claims. And when you and I begin to worship him, he will come, and we will see great and mighty services like we never dreamed was possible by praising him. We need God. We had a word, a couple breakthroughs that God's going to move and show us his presence here. That's what we want. We want it like we've never had it before. Okay, confession. I'm going to make a confession. I was in Phoenix three times last week. And one of my favorite places is Culver's. They got whipped cream and they got, uh, well, I hate to say it's because you'll torment me, but they got really good cheeseburgers. <laughs> Makes your lips smack the back of your throat. It's so good. <laughs> I'm telling you. So I, listen, so I'm in Phoenix, and I, I say to Siri, now I've never met Siri, but she talks to me. Matter of fact, one time she said, could you say that again? I don't understand, because she don't talk with my accent. So I asked her about Culver's. So I, I found five of them, and the closest one was 17 miles from where I was. So, doing what I want to do, I'm going to go there. 
So when I got there, I called the store and said, can you give me directions? And they gave me directions and I got lost. They told me to take this exit and they told me to turn left and when I should have turned right. So I called back and I said to the girl that answered, you gave me directions. Well, can't you follow directions? I said, ma'am, can't you tell me the right way to turn? Don't you know I want to come here? Now, which way do I turn? Well, let me get my boss. So the boss came to the phone and I said, hello, boss. I'm trying to get to your restaurant. I need a cheeseburger. <laughs> and the lady gave me directions and it was wrong. So she said, she started giving, I said, don't hang up, stay on the phone. I kept driving. Okay, here's where I'm at, where'd I go? Seriously, for three minutes, I'm on the phone, I'm making her ride with me. She's busy, she said, I'm trying to think. I said, just stop, I'm trying to find this restaurant. I want to come and spend my money there and I want to eat your product. And so finally I pull in the parking lot and they're looking at me like I'm crazy and I'm smiling and said, I'm here. And they're thinking, you're crazy. But let me tell you what happened. It was so good. See, I wanted that. See, I, when I lived up in northern Illinois, there were Culver's and so I liked the way they make burgers and they're always really good and so I, I wanted one so bad that I went 17 miles and 6 miles out of my way because they gave me wrong direction and then I had to argue with them to help me get there but oh when I tasted it it didn't matter <laughs> my thought was should I eat two and I thought no See, I had a hunger for that. I knew what I wanted. I knew what restaurant that made it the way I wanted. And I was determined to have it. Now that's how the kingdom is. You gotta want it. You gotta say, I gotta have it. And I need directions how to get it. And I'm giving it to you. He inhabits the praise of his people. He dwells in our praise. He comes down in our praise. And I want to tell you, you might have a fit, but it'll be a Holy Ghost fit. Glory to God. And you'll be happy and you'll feel the presence of God and people's lives will be changed. Not because we're something special, although we are children of God. It's because God came. We created an arena for God to dwell. Stand up. If you want God, and you want to feel the presence of God, I want you to come down, feel the whole front of this church. Come quick. Be hungry. Want it more than you want to go home. I want you to come down, all the way down. Come on down. If you really want the presence of God, as soon as you get here, I want you to lift your hand. Don't want you to look at nobody else. Don't want you to turn around, and I want you to begin to worship God, and he's going to fall. Let's begin to praise him. Lift your voice unto God. Clap unto God. Shout unto God. Let's praise him tonight. Hallelujah. 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 We praise you, God. 
glory to your name. Come on, lift your voice to him. Oh, God, come and dwell among us. Come and move among us tonight. Set the captive free, Lord. Heal bodies tonight. Renew us. Oh, God, come on, praise him. Praise him. Oh, he's here. He wants to touch you tonight. God, we praise you. We worship you. We adore you tonight. Hallelujah. 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 Praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. We worship you. Glory, glory, glory. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 we praise you. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, thank you. The question is, how much do we want God Sunday? How much do you and I want God? Would you commit with me tonight? Would you commit with me right now that Sunday it's not going to be church as usual? It's not just going to be another song service. But will you commit with me? We're going to come in. We're going to sing. We're going to turn our cell phone off. Hallelujah. That's a revival. We're not going to text. We're not going to answer the phone because phones can ring later, we're turning it off, we're gonna touch the phone of heaven. We're gonna talk to heaven and we're gonna praise him. And how many of you wanna feel, have a Holy Ghost service like we never had? How many wanted to do it? Lift your hands. I tell you, God's gonna move. We're gonna have a great move because we're gonna come and we're gonna worship God. Grab, listen, grab somebody's hand beside you. And pray that this week, that that person, no, just, no, I want you to face each other. No, no, you're not facing each other. Turn two on two. If you got the, listen, pray for that person that they'll worship God this week like never before. Come on, no, no, look at each other. Come on, stop it. If you don't want to look at him, I'll move him. Come on, pray that God will move on us this week. Pray that God will use your person to create an arena where God's going to come, where God's going to come in a fresh way. Oh, praise you. Praise you, God. We thank you. We praise you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Lord, we want your presence more than we want life. We want your presence to come in the power that you would come in, that lives would be changed. People would be set free because of your presence in our midst. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you say hallelujah? Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We praise you and worship your name. Hallelujah. God wants to visit us like we've never seen. God wants us to feel him like we've never felt before. 
And if we will come Sunday, listen to me, come. Listen, I, I have a cell phone too. And my wife made me turn mine off. She said, turn it off. You don't need it to ring. But listen, but, but listen, can we give God an hour? Can we just come in and say, take the whole world from me, Lord. Just give me Jesus. Just give me him. And I want to tell you, when you come and do that, God's going to come. And you know what? We'll be the talk of town. Man, I came in this place and, and I felt God. That's what, that's what Kingman needs. Not an election, but a visitation. A visitation of the Holy Spirit of God. And God wants to pour out his spirit on us and he promised to do it. So I want you to smile and show your teeth and look at somebody and say, we're gonna have Holy Ghost Sunday. Turn and tell somebody, we're gonna have Holy Ghost. I'm one of the presence of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, help us. Help us, Lord, that we would create that arena. And Lord, we were with anticipation. We're believing you're going to come Sunday in power like we've never experienced before. Because God, with all we are, we're going to try our very best to create that arena where you can dwell and where lives can be changed. Thank you, Lord. Well, I say we ought to be fanatical Sunday. Sunday ought to be fanatic Sunday. It'll be outpouring to God Sunday. Not only invite people, say, you need to come to our church, something special is going to happen. And then create the arena. Create the arena. And you know, let me tell you about sinners. You can bring them in, and they might never be in church. So if you shout, they think that's normal for Christians. If you get happy, they'll say, that's just what Christians do. So don't be like them, be different that their lives might be transformed. God bless you. Go turn to somebody and say, you're going to have a move of God. Thank you for listening to the Praise Chapel Kingman podcast. We can't wait to see you next week.